This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hang.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to Carpe Diem with your host, Lisa McDonald. My mama told me when I was young, we're all on superstars. Good morning, everybody. Thank you very much for joining me on this May 1st lovely Friday day. It's uh, sunny here in Dundas, Ontario, Canada, and I'm very grateful once again to be here with you, my listening audience, and my wonderful guest today. So my guest today is Jane Wojtaszynski, and uh, lovely, lovely woman. I'm very inspired by her. her. Uh, She owns her own magazine called I Love My Life magazine, and I'm just going to, for the purpose of getting information correctly and plugging Jane correctly, uh, I'm just going to read a few things about her before we turn it over to unscripted dialogue. So thank you once again for joining me on my show, Carpe Diem. Really lovely to be here. So Jane was born and raised in Kitchener, Ontario by immigrant parents who fled from the Ukraine-Poland area during World War II. Jane attended Conestoga College for graphic design and advertising and is also an avid and self-proclaimed lifelong learner. She has earned certificates in a variety of other disciplines, including psychology, palliative care, grief counseling, taxation, business and accounting, mediation, real estate and mortgages. Jane worked in the advertising field for 15 years during which she raised and homeschooled, but more specifically unschooled, when only a few others were doing so in the area. Her two children, who are now finishing college and university and are working toward their own goals. Due to her unrelenting quest for knowledge and a need to be challenged, Jane jumped the advertising ship in search of a more unscheduled gig in the real estate mortgage world to accommodate the need for growth and possibilities. This part of Jane's life is a story in itself. Currently, Jane owns a rental property and business in Cambridge, Ontario, which offers work from work from local artists, jewelry, clothing, incense, oils, and spiritual items. This has been a lifelong dream of Jane's. Jane is also the media diva, designer, idea generator, and publisher of I Love My Life magazine in partnership with Susie Hollihan and Carol Dammer, Dahmer also of Cambridge, Ontario. And if that isn't enough, she is the sole caregiver of her 83-year-old bipolar mother who lives with Jane currently and has for the past eight years. Jane has always been on a spiritual quest from being challenged with family chaos from a young age to being a missionary 18 and traveling to South America to perform a theater production called Youth with a Mission. Her need for relevance and relativity has trumped her need for security on this path here on Earth. As a soul searcher inside and out, she has learned what it means to be here in this body, in this time and space. This need for relevance and relativity has caused her and her husband of 25 years to plan and organize their lives in such a way so they are able to do the things they love, but also care for loved ones. It is living by example that we have an effect on the lives of others, and Jane is compelled to teach and lead by her own example of living a life that is authentic and true, producing harmony within happiness all around. Love your life. So, Jane, thank you very much for joining me today. It's lovely having you here. Hi, and thank you very much for having me on. Well, well, such a pleasure. And so what I will do, just so that uh, our listening audience has a sense of how we know one another, uh, again, just the world of connection and synergy, uh, very grateful. We have a mutual friend in common, my childhood friend, uh, Janet Stricker Martin. And uh, so Janet and I used to go to school together, public school here in Dundas. We're both Dundas girls. And uh, so through your connecting with Janet and you talking about your magazine and Janet being very well aware of my own books, I'm an author, and also having my own show, uh, she 
connected us. And as a result of that, uh, you interviewed me both for a write-up in your magazine and uh, a YouTube interview, which I'm very grateful for. And then that was on Boxing Day, uh, 2014. And uh, out of that, you also kindly, generously extended an invitation for me to guest speak at your uh, function up in Cambridge, Ontario at the Golf and Country Club. So I just want to say thank you so much. It's been such a privilege uh, following your journey, uh, being a part of your life. And I just uh, I really celebrate people in general, but women specifically as well, uh, just in what we do to, you know, with the juggle of parents, children, business, uh, you know, looking after ourselves so that we're effective and we're present for the people in our lives. Uh, you're just such a great example of that, Jane. So I just want to acknowledge that. Yeah, thank you. Back at you. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. So why don't, why don't we start with talking about the whole idea and the inception of the magazine, how that came to be, how long you had been thinking about that before that actually came to fruition? Uh, well, I'm thinking the initial concept and idea came out of uh, a group that I was involved in probably three years ago now, which mm-hmm. was... Uh, a write, it wasn't a writer's group. It was a, oh, what's her name? It's a, oh, I can't remember. The, uh, it's a, it's a book. There are two books actually and they have lessons where you go through it and you, uh, figure out your, your creative side. Mm-hmm. So, uh, there are a few of us in the group and most of us were artists. Well, it's probably split right half in half artists and writers. Mm-hmm. And through the, through the experiences of that book, uh, I learned that I wanted to ex- express myself more creatively in a way that made more of an impact in the world instead of just advertising, because my uh, background is advertising, and I really didn't like advertising. It just goes totally against my whole philosophy in life, mm-hmm. creating want and making people consume things. So, um, yeah, the, there were a few ideas that were tossed around um, doing an, uh, a magazine just on Cambridge alone, and then nobody really, it didn't synergize at that point. And when I finally was laid off of a job that I thought I was going to be at for a while, because, you know, life is all, all over the place, mm-hmm. um, it was uh, <clears throat> it was time to start the the, the store which we already had the building, and then and then the magazine came along through a friend of mine that I had actually known. Um, I didn't really know her that well, but we lived like two blo- two houses away from each other when our kids were small. Her her daughter and my daughter played together, mm-hmm. so uh, we reconnected. And she she's a writer and a crazy woman like myself, and <laughs> <laughs> doing all kinds of things at the same time. And we said, well, why don't we just do this? We were going to, we were working for somebody, working on another magazine to try and get that going. And when we, we met and the person that was, uh, actually, um, heading up the magazine was late. So we said, well, why don't we just do this ourselves? You know, so that's mm-hmm. how it worked. Fantastic. And so for people who would have, including myself, you know, I, I, I do my own thing and it's a little bit different than what you do, but, um, you know, a magazine is a bigger scale type pro- project and, uh, for all that you need to compile and, and keeping it fresh and, uh, keeping it current and, you know, meeting deadlines and all that goes into just the cover, the ads, the, everything that goes into that. Um, can you tell us what a typical month is like in getting it you know, every month, uh, getting your ducks in a row, uh, getting fresh stories, meeting with people, interviewing people. What does that whole process look like for you? Uh, I just wanted to mention one thing. Then the book that we were working on is called Julia. It was written by Julia Cameron. Okay. Yeah. Um, the this process is very is quite daunting, but we did. You know, I don't think it's not it's something it's not something anybody can just do. I with my experience in um the advertising world, I've had lots of uh, experience with uh 
printing and uh, advertising, but not specifically a magazine. This was a whole new adventure for us. So, it, but but the the con- the ideas and the tools are all pretty much the same to get it done. It was just uh, it was just figuring out what the how to do it how to do it most effectively, most cost efficiently, makes sense and. You know, there's a lot of different balls that we have in the air and trying to keep them all up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I understand that. And, 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 and sometimes you go, oh, crap, I forgot about something or this or, you know, there's always something that um, is floating around that kind of floats away on you, right? But mm-hmm. uh, we try to keep them, we try to rein them in a little bit and we try, we regroup all the time and try to reestablish what the focus is. So you're lucky you're only one person because you don't have to, re, you know, focus five people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there's, there's benefits well, that, and drawbacks to every situation because when you're the only person, you know, solely responsible for everything, it's a lot of hats that you need to wear. And sometimes it's like, you know, it'd be really nice to have a few other people to either, you know, do this jointly with or whatnot. And I mean, I'm very blessed because I have my illustrators and I have a distributor and I have a web designer, uh, but they're all very distinct functions and distinct roles. But in terms of the additional roles you need to wear, it's, it's, you know, there's a lot on one person, but I, I mean, I've, I've, I've run teams, organized teams. So I understand the drawbacks, you know, it's a blessing and uh, a curse at times. So I get all that. Yeah. So, you know, kudos to you and your team for for keeping that going and uh, keeping the effective communication and the organization going because you really do need to function that way in order to, you know, to pull things off but do it in a spirit that, you know, emulates to everybody else or emanates to everybody that, you you know, you truly love what you're doing and you support what you're doing uh, and you do it phenomenally well. So, well, the thing is that through doing this magazine and through all the processes that we've had to do and come to learn, including um, becoming uh, accredited with the Magazines Canada and uh, just, sorry, my cat is climbing the wall. Um, there's there's a lot of different things that, that have gone on, but we've all grown in different ways due to just, the process, right? So it's it's quite interesting. Um, it's not really, you know, I don't want ever want this to be a job. I don't, and that if it's going to be a job, I'm not doing it because that's mm-hmm. not why I'm doing it. If mm-hmm. we make money, that's great. If we can, if we can manage to um, pay for the magazines that we are getting out there, mm-hmm. that's awesome. If we can live a little bit from what we're doing, that's great. But I'm sure we're not going to be millionaires, but that's not the mm-hmm. point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I understand that. And so what is your, what is the volume of, you know, magazines that you produce on a monthly basis and how many people do you have purchasing uh, or in the know about it? Um, what are some of the numbers numbers related to the magazine? And I imagine it's probably growing month by month, obviously. Well, that's the whole learning curve, right? Because it can, it's very expensive to print. And everybody who's printing is going out of business, um, because they can't, unless you're a huge, um, magazine like Chatelaine and you, it costs you, you know, a dollar to print a magazine. Well, it costs us five, six dollars to print a magazine sometimes if we are only printing, you know, a thousand. So it's, um, it's a it's a really interesting balance. So mm-hmm. hopefully, w- the more we learn about um, and distribution is a tough one too because you have to get in. You have to get into place. People have to see what you've got, and you're doing a fabulous job. And that's why we're following your lead is to <laughs> get out there as much as possible. And the whole point of um, trying to downsize everything so. That we can, I can focus specifically. I've just moved and we sold a property and we're just trying to focus more on doing the work and getting mm-hmm. it out there. So mm-hmm. advertising, getting out to festivals, doing things that we can, where we can find a, a large number of people at once to hit a huge demographic. We just want to get the, we want to get the, the um, idea out there. We want to get the magazine out there so people are aware of us and can mm-hmm. get subscriptions or pick it up. And, mm-hmm. it, you know, they can't pick it up if it's not distributed somewhere. So 
they go hand in hand, and people won't advertise unless you're got, you've got a fair amount of distribution. So it's like a a rock and a hard place. You have to. It's a fine balancing act, and we're just going on the tightrope, mm-hmm. <laughs> balancing away. Yeah, and and you know it, it takes a while to ramp it up. I mean, I you know, and and that's what I love about collaboration, and that's what I love about local business supporting local business because for people in our world, we know what it entails, and we know how uh, arduous it can be and time consuming it can be, and so you know, and you do a good job doing it as well. You know, for for anybody who you know who's branching out, regardless of the process that they're in, whether it's startup, whether it's you know they've been in it for six months or or it's just going to be something perpetually ongoing, um, you know, we share that information. We let people know that other companies exist, other businesses exist, other entrepreneurs and products exist. And, you know, as far as, uh, you know, maximizing other avenues for yourself. I mean, I'm all about that. A lot of people come to me and say, you know, where do you come up with the list of these places and, and do you have any other contacts? And, and I'm all about that. So that's something we can continue to do to support one another be- behind the scenes, Jane. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know, and festivals are always good as well. So, uh, you know, maybe you get your stuff into Dundas. I get my stuff into Cambridge. But, mm-hmm. uh, but what I will tell you is, you know, when I do – uh, my book signings, which I do every other weekend, because you were kind enough uh, after we had you invited me for that speaking engagement. Um, all the copies that you gave me uh, of your magazine, I've been handing them out to some people who oh, are you. also purchasing my books. Yeah, because you know, people don't know what they don't know. So you know, you need a face on it, and I understand you can't be in, in 50 million places at the same time trying yes. to get it out there. So you know, in my small way, in my way of saying thank you to you, I am getting the magazine out there either through word of mouth or if I have physical copies I'm, I'm issuing them for people who are kind enough to purchase my books oh that's great um, yeah so that you know that we can we can talk about all of that behind the scenes as well because for every every <laughs> month that you have a magazine and for every other weekend that I have uh, a book signing I mean I can certainly do whatever I can to keep the momentum going for you because that's it's so vital you, you definitely need that oh yeah definitely uh, and uh, we're <laughs> We're, uh, one of our weaknesses is giving things away. So we have to make money at the same time, but we love to give things mm-hmm. away. So mm-hmm. we, um, that's one of our focuses this summer is to be going out and doing some fun things. And, uh, and, uh, mm-hmm. we, we just, I just bought a smart car with flowers on it and I'm going to wrap it with the logo. So we're going to do events with that and we're going to try and, I'm sending this out to the universe right now. We're going to get a Westphalia. The, uh, Westphalia camper van, and we're gonna we're going to uh, paint that one up too, and we're gonna mm-hmm. spread the love. Well, fantastic! And I, I'm I'm sure you know for anyone who's like us who are a product, it's magazine or book. I mean, they're probably all over your car. They're in your backpack. They're in your purse. I mean, you know, it, it doesn't matter whether you're traveling or whether you've got a meeting or wherever you're going. I take my stuff everywhere because mm-hmm. you just never know when you're going to get engaged in a conversation and uh, or you see somebody you haven't seen for a long time or, you know, somebody starts asking, what have you been up to? And then when you start talking about what it is you've been up to, you can actually produce your product. And uh, and people generally, nine times out of ten from my experience, will go, that's wonderful. Like, what can I do to support you? Or here, I want to buy a copy. Uh, or, you know, I'll spread the word. I'll put it on my Facebook, my social media. So, you know, I, I just, you, you got to cart it around. you got to take it everywhere. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so no doubt you're doing that. Yeah, we're, uh, but we're, our, our purpose is really to, um, to help people, see their own life in a different way. You know, um, my my partner had magazines in her husband's truck mm-hmm. to go to Toronto to distribute, and he had some workers that were on leave from a, uh, a situation in in jail, and they he didn't even give them a magazine. They saw it and they said, oh, that's a great magazine. <laughs> so we're going to try to get into um, the uh, the um, prison system too with a, a cheaper rate at a cheaper rate for them so that they can distribute the magazine because really life is um, where you are. Like you mm-hmm. have to live it wherever you are. So 
learning to live it and love it is going to change it. And that's our mandate. That's our purpose. Absolutely. So why don't, why don't we talk a little bit about what your magazine is? What, what types of stories you feature? What types of, you know, people that you interview? Um, you know, why don't you give us a little bit of background on, on what you to date had, uh, incorporated into your magazine? I'm sorry, could you repeat that? Yeah, it, it, just for our listening audience, why don't we talk a little bit about what your magazine entails, uh, what types of stories you cover, the types of people that you choose to interview, um, why you think it would be compatible with people in the prison system or any other population of people. Why don't we talk a little bit about that? Okay, well, that that was an interesting um, rabbit hole that we tried to figure out, and, and now it seems to be that everyone – Anywhere, all over the place, no matter what age or demographic they are, like the magazine because of what's in it. I don't know why. It's an organic process, and we kind of are allowing the organic process to uh, produce whatever it's going to produce. But our themes, we have themes for each um, magazine issued and published this year, and we kind of work around that theme. So whatever... Stories come up, whatever people we come across, however uh, the universe kind of makes our pathway go in, that's, and what, which, the, the, the things or ideas or themes that come easily mm-hmm. are the ones that we go with. So it's, it's really quite amazing to watch. It's not anything we plan mm-hmm. <laughs> specifically. Uh, to a, to a degree, we plan it, but there's a lot of organic process, and and there's a lot of people coming forward who have stories that uh, need to be heard, and other people are um, affected by those stories. So, really, what we what we want to see more of are stories of people who've read the book, who are affected, and somehow changed their lives, and give us those stories too. That's what we we want to see a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, and that's another reason why I feel, uh, very connected to you, uh, in terms of what catapulted you into your journey. Very similar, uh, just briefly for people who haven't followed me on radio, perhaps are tuning in for the first time. But, um, as you know, when you kindly invited me to your event, uh, I brought with me free copies of the passion test. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. so the passion test was what, you know, was very, very pivotal in my journey and, uh, getting me on this current path. And, you know, certain guiding principles always existed within me, but it, it, it resonated with me at a time where it just shed new light and, uh, new inspiration. And so, you know, similar to what you're saying, I'll forever be grateful to the co-authors of the passion test, Janet Bray Atwood and her former husband, current business partner, Chris that would, uh, who I'll be seeing again in June uh, for another training seminar uh, that I was accepted for. So very grateful to them. But oh, nice. um, yeah, and, uh, you know, and, and so when you really love something, and I, I, I've said this quite regularly, is when you really love something, when you know that something has very positively transformed you and your life, um, you want to share that with everybody, especially when the premise of your product, whether it be your magazine or the messages within my book, uh, you know, how you derived your inspiration how I drive my inspiration, um, you know, that's not something you just hold on to for yourself. That's something that you just give away. And, uh, you know, and and so I was very happy that I, I had the opportunity, thanks to you once again for the invitation and the opportunity uh, to give many of your guests a free copy of the Passion Test. And I, I hope people have been taking the time to read it. Uh, I haven't, you know, kept up with people to know how it's resonated with them, but it's, it's a win-win situation. You know, you can never go backwards, especially when the message of, of what you're, uh, absorbing is, is nothing but positive and good. And it tweaks for people and, and, you know, different things go off in people's heads and minds and spirits differently. But the fact remains, it's, it's all good. Um, and it just offers clarity and it makes people very clear on what their passions are. And so if passions have been laying dormant for people, sometimes it's, it's, uh, it's the push in the right direction to get going on the path that you're truly intended to be on. So it sounds like you and I are very, we have very paralleled stories, uh, in how this came to be. So it's just lovely. It's, it's nice to hear that story. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the other side of the giving part, mm-hmm. when you have something, uh, 
and you give it, whether it be an idea, a material thing, or whatever, mm-hmm. um, you're opening a channel for you to receive. Or you're really giving it to yourself. So because we're all connected, in my opinion, uh, we're all one. I'm, I'm giving this away to myself, really. So why wouldn't I do that? You know, why wouldn't I give away Absolutely. and help others to become more happy and more connected to them, more more understanding of their own joy and passion and path and where they should be. Absolutely. You know, and that's the kind of planet we all say we want to live in and we want to thrive and flourish from. But in order to do that, you know, it's just even those little bits of contributions, you know, to spreading the word about things that you know have resonated with you in a, in a positive way. Because who doesn't want to see their neighbors and their community and their brothers and their sisters and family and everybody, you know, be in the same space and, and uh, thriving off the same type of energy and putting it forward. So absolutely, you know, I love that. That's such a powerful message. Thank you, Jane. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so why don't you tell me a little bit more about, you know, who some of your own mentors are outside of uh, what you've already discussed? You know, where do you derive your strength and your perseverance and your resiliency and your tenacity from? What keeps you going? Uh, I think my, well, I was raised fairly religiously and uh, I, I would have considered myself a a born again Christian for a long time, but I really, it didn't really, uh, I didn't connect with everything and I didn't gain answers that I needed in a lot of ways. And when I read a series of books called the ringing theater series, uh, a Russian author who, you know, it's a story about, you never know, you're not really sure if it's true or not, if it's just science fiction or if it's real, but a lot of the things that he was talking about in that book brought me back to my roots because I I am uh, you know white Russian white Russian descent so there there are a lot of a lot of um, points that kind of resonated with me so after that little bit of push in one direction and it was a more of a um, not such a spiritually up in the clouds kind of direction but a, on the earth because I I. I'm connected to the earth somewhat uh, spiritually. I then branched off to Wayne Dyer, and he he wrote, um, I think he went away on an island, and he studied the Tao, and he wrote uh, every day he read and meditated on one of the uh, verses and wrote a book, consequently, in kind of interpreting the Tao for today. And that mm-hmm. really resonated with me, too, and changed my whole, well, it's called The Wisdom of the Tao, I think, by uh, Wayne Dyer. And that kind of changed my perspective, too, on a lot of things and how I treat people, how I treat myself, how I, how I see situations. And so slowly, slowly, things, you know, you, you don't change in a blink of an eye. Sometimes you can, but really, for me, changes came a lot slower and in incremental bits, so... Mm-hmm. Here we are today, and now we're just, we're just uh, we're inspiring each other now. <laughs> we don't have to look to the big dudes; we're just inspiring each other. So it, it would be great if everybody could be their own uh, guru. You know, look mm-hmm. inside and really find the answers. They're all they're all there. We just mm-hmm. look outside of ourselves. We look to other people all the time for answers. Mm-hmm. We look to other people to tell us what to do. Really. If you just plug into yourself, you'll find out what you need to do. Absolutely. And something you just said there, you know, I've touched upon it in my shows. It's just a common theme that seems to come up with all my guests or when I'm talking myself uh, on my show is, uh, you know, all these these famous, influential, empowered people that we hear about who are household names. Uh, oftentimes people forget that, you know, they only came and arrived to, to be recognizable as a result of their own journey, which oftentimes came from a time of darkness. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, these were all human beings who started out like us where they weren't necessarily household names and, and that's really not the purpose and it's not really relevant. Only for the point that I say it is that, uh, you know, people have these, 
understanding or this misconception or belief that for all the famous people who, you know, are doing very extremely well at what they're meant to do and following their journey and honoring themselves, you know, they, they fell just like the rest of us. They struggled like the rest of us and, uh, and, and arrived to where they are today as a result of whatever it was that they were going through that they felt conflicted by. Uh, you read any famous person's story, whether it be musicians, whether it be artists, whether it be athletes, authors, uh, it doesn't matter. It's, um, you know, everybody has a story, and, and usually it starts off not from a great place, but people find their way. And that's that's what I love about reading those types of stories because I'm very familiar with the names that you've mentioned and, uh, you know, and I've been very positively impacted by many of these people myself in all arenas of life, uh, you know, because it's just, it's a testimonial uh, for those of us who are in times of struggle to go, you know what, it can be done, you know, just don't give up. Don't buy into what other people <clears throat> say or don't say that, you know, can negatively impact you. You've really just got to tune it out and you got to get out of your own way. And by getting out of your own way, you allow other people to get out of your own way because you become extremely focused on what truly matters to you in going forward and honoring yourself. So, um, yeah, everybody's got a story. Everybody has a story and everybody started off, generally speaking, in, uh, you know, a place of challenge. And the other point to that, um, when you're growing, when you're learning, and when you're looking at people who are at a point where you would want to be, for some reason, you know, there's always the ego saying, oh, well, I can't do that because of this, I can't do that because of that, they they can do that because of wherever they are. There's always Mm -hmm. some kind of block inside, whether you know it or not, Mm -hmm. and sometimes getting that block out going to counseling, doing your whatever you need to do to get rid of your blocks because there are blocks from this life, past life, whatever, anybody who said anything taught you from a young age, oh, you're never going to be, you know, I heard when I was little, you will never amount to anything. (laughs) You know, that's the curse. So Mm -hmm. I've spent my life trying to prove them wrong. You know, so here there 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 are people out there who consistently try, 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 try and think they will never get anywhere just because of what's been infused into them as a young person into their DNA by words. And that's why we're doing I Love My Life because the words I Love My Life have a powerful effect on those around you and yourself. Because when you say to yourself, I love my life, you can't say it with and not mean it. <laughs> you have to mean it, you know? And Absolutely. when you when you really love your life, you're not going to treat yourself like um, a bag of dirt. You're going to treat yourself with care and you're going to treat yourself with respect and you're going to treat yourself with humility and all the good things that, you know, you would treat other people with. You think, oh, they're so wonderful. People think I'm so wonderful. I'm just a regular person, you know. I'm just mm-hmm. just walking, mm-hmm. doing the things that I need to do. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm doing. Absolutely. Well, let me ask you this, just going back to what you said. Do you, do you honestly feel in your heart of hearts that you're still executing and living your life the way you choose to uh, and, and, and arising to the way that you want to prove things to yourself. Are you, are you still operating from a place of disproving people or is it more proving things to yourself? Have you dismantled? Uh, I'm, I'm, I've dismantled the proving thing. Mm-hmm. I'm walking in. I'm just like full speed ahead. Let's do whatever we, we, let's do what we need to do. You know, I don't, Love um, it. I don't even think about that stuff. That doesn't enter my brain anymore, but it used mm-hmm. to, uh, mm-hmm. it used to control. What I did, and I wrote a, um, I wrote a story. I actually wrote a couple, a couple, um, a couple stories in the last magazine about working or working through my living with my mom and my family, which was it really, it really colored and made me and molded me to who I am today. And a lot of times, people think that their life. Well, you can either go one way or another. You could you could fall into the pity me, oh poor me trap and never walk out of it, or you could come up and above it and walk above it and learn from it and walk through all kinds of stuff that would just annoy and 
freak people out, but it doesn't bother you at all because you've walked <laughs> over it, right? So it's not a, for me, I'm, because I've grown in incremental, I, I think for me it had to be that way because if I would have had, if I would have learned everything all at once, I probably would have had a nervous breakdown. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just too much there. So learning little bits and learning about this, about your ego, about this, and how to, how this works and how that works and how to look at this and you know everything comes to you in the right time and and when you're ready, the teacher appears, right? So and when mm-hmm. you're open, you're ready and you're you walk through things. But for for me now. That's why everything's going like crazy. I think we're ready now. We're ready to move into the next phase and we're ready to push it out there and and affect other people. Mm-hmm. And what other level of, would you say, inner shift has happened for you as a result of the magazine now being an active part of your daily life? What other layer has uh, unfolded for you or peeled back? Uh, having fun. Excellent. <laughs> because I was always the responsible one, responsible, responsible. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not going to be, well, I'm responsible in the, to the degree that I have to get everything out and, and uh, make sure everything's proofread and make sure everything works properly. Mm-hmm. But in life, I mean, I still look after my mom and I'm so, uh, her, all of her finances and everything else and her medications, but I'm, looking at when we do anything with the magazine it's a it's a joy it's fun you know to go out and talk to people to go out and interview people to go experience different things to and we've we're at that place now where it's kind of a tipping point and we're jumping off i think we're jumping off into a whole new realm so love it love it and uh you know, so, you know, I find, and I'll speak for myself, and you can jump in and, and you know, let me know how it might be similar for you or, or different. But, you know, to the degree based on what your magazine is premised on, to the degree of what my books are premised on, uh, you know, we're obviously the type of people who, for the most part, try to be present. You know, we try to really sponge up the messages in which we're trying to impart to people because we do fundamentally believe them. You know, when you talk about being present and loving your life and all that wonderful, yummy stuff, Mm -hmm. but also from the perspective of running a business and trying to keep things fresh and current and trying to stay ahead of the curve, whether it be from a marketing or an advertising perspective, you know, you want to enjoy what you're doing. And I'm so glad to hear that you're having fun with what you're doing because if you're not having fun it's pointless but um, totally totally pointless (laughs) yeah so but from a business perspective you know from a strategic standpoint you know do you do you and your team have a sense of what you would like to envision for yourself uh within six months from now so that you have a barometer to measure your actual growth or your your creativity. Yeah, we have a distribution number that we have in mind that we'd like to get to. So uh, mm-hmm. with subscriptions and sales, uh, individual sales and distribution through the Magazines Canada, we we have a mm-hmm. number that we've mm-hmm. pretty much agreed on. So we're and, and aside from the number aspect, which of course is very important because you know you you have to be in business and you have to flourish and and be better than you were when you first started. But from a creative standpoint, like do you see a facelift possibly happening with anything uh, within the magazine itself, or it's shifting to a different direction but still honoring you know the the inception of what it's premised on, or uh, you know to what degree do you see it? differently perhaps uh, six months from now as opposed to just the numbers that you're trying to reach? Uh, Do you talk like that? Do you have those kinds of discussions? Well, I think we are pretty married to the uh, idea of the way it is right now creatively. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. we don't want to, because it is such an organic process and if there is a re- if there's a need, uh, everybody that's seen it loves it. So it's not something that I don't think we need to adjust just yet. We may mm-hmm. in- introduce some different options within the magazine, but mm-hmm. uh, and we'd like to grow. We we'd like to have a hundred pages, not just fifty. But mm-hmm. um, that's really the goal is to have a hundred pages of very relevant content and not 
all, just all advertising because anything you look out, that's really, we don't want to just have a magazine that that's just advertising because mm-hmm. there's no point. There's, I'm just not that, I'm not into that. I won't do it. <laughs> I won't <Yeah>. produce it. <laughs> so really, I think we're pretty much on our, on our path for the next six months. We just need to really focus on getting out there into the communities that mm-hmm. we are surrounding communities and uh it's not just our magazine it's everyone's magazine and that's what we want to focus on we want to focus on everyone and their stories everybody is has a story mm-hmm. and we all affect each other but we uh, we feel that we are all separated so we don't even know each other's stories and this is basically bringing an old tradition back we're storytelling and we're continuing on and we're we're learning and teaching each other. We don't have to look to the big dudes to teach us. We can teach mm-hmm. each other. Beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely true. And so for for the length of time that you have been up and running with your magazine, is there any story or person uh, that you've covered or interviewed uh, that's been mentioned in your magazine that that resonates with you more so than anything else? And that's not to discredit or dismerit anybody else who's had equal contribution, but is there one story or one interview that, that really resonates with you for whatever reason? Well, there's one person specifically that really is this magazine is premised on because it wasn't going to be called I Love My Life. Um, when we we bought a, a property up north uh, about five years ago and the person across the street uh, who owns a property across the street. Her name is Carol Murphy. And uh, she welcomed us into their life, their home. Um, and her motto is, and she yells it out at many of the festivals that she attends, I love my life. And there's a story in the first um, magazine about uh, something that she went through. And it ex- kind of explains why. She did it. Why she loves? Why? Why do we yell? I love my life. It's her way of uh, um, telling yourself and and really believing it. You know, mm-hmm. when you say it out loud, you have to. You hear it. You say it in your head. It doesn't have the same effect. But saying it out loud and really going through uh, a vast number of situations with her and um, she's been very inspirational to me. Mm-hmm. So I. That's really, it, it's pretty much about honor, and I'm honoring her in Beautiful. a way that I can do. And and she's had so much effect on a lot of people's lives out there in one of the communities that I am involved in. So uh, this is a way to honor her and also to help her spread her message. And mm-hmm. we're spreading the same message. It all kind of falls together. So Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Was she was she actually there at uh, the event that you invited me to? Was she she couldn't she couldn't get there because it so it was a little bit too far to go. But she did come to the launch at the Butterfly Museum, which was great. Fantastic. It was great. It was great. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> nice, nice. And um, so, tell me a little bit about outside of the magazine. What else you might be interested in pursuing for yourself or endeavoring? Oh, oh, I might just do a little music again. I don't know. Oh, yeah? Tell me about that. Well, I've uh, written quite a few songs. I'm on Reverb Nation, Just Jane, and I I did I did it <laughs> actually probably, when did we have the six years, seven years ago, I did all that recording, but mm-hmm. I just haven't had time to do any music because uh, there's just been no time, so... And I really haven't been inspired, but I think the inspiration is coming back now. Well, it sounds like it. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. And so what do you play? I play guitar and I sing. And I write oh, music. okay, guitar. I need to talk to you about that then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I have a guitar sitting in my basement that I had nothing but great intentions to pick up, and I did for a little bit, and then, you know, as you know and can relate your business takes over other things take over so but uh yeah i would love to you know maybe set some time aside and we can do that together oh sure it's yeah. the, the most fun thing for me other than playing and meeting people and hearing their stories is to uh jam with other mm-hmm. musicians i love jamming and i love creating music and i love just 
going with the flow. It's so much fun. Once you, when it's like another language when you get in a specific, like you get in the groove with everybody and you, and mm-hmm. they, everybody knows where where everybody's going to go, and it's very cool. Mm-hmm. Lots of fun. Lovely. Mm-hmm. And so because you're based in Cambridge where you live and also with your, your magazine, your business, um, what's happening there with other, is there any partnerships with anybody, anybody who's helping you on the marketing front, anybody who's inviting you to speak at any of their galas or events or? Not quite yet. We're, we're pretty new. Our first mm-hmm. issue was in December and the second one was in March. So we are, uh, open to any and all invitations mm-hmm. <laughs> and partnerships with the distributors we that's what another reason why we want to get out and there's only you know so much you can do when you're working full-time and you're trying to get something else on the go Mm -hmm. there's uh we're always open to having partnerships so we're we're looking for more distributors and we are working with magazines canada which is pretty expensive but you know Mm -hmm. gotta go there so Mm -hmm. and um so tell me a little bit about your partners. Who So who are you working with? What are their names and, and what is their function and role within the magazine? Well, Susie Hollihan, is, uh, she's a writer and she comes up with lots of great ideas too. And, we, and she has tons of connections. She has a huge family and she has tons of connections all over the place. So we're just, when we get together and talk, we're just like, oh, squirrel. We we go all over the place. <laughs> we're very we we laugh a lot and we do a lot of planning and uh, creating and idea work. Carol Dahmer is her cousin, and she is uh, all about um, business. Right? She loves the business world, and she she's the uh, salesperson. She does advertising, and she's making lots of great connections with us for us in the uh, community and she also has tons of connections she's been uh, working for we're all in our you know mm-hmm. i'm i'm 52 and they're a little bit older than i am so we have lots of experience under our belt and lots of contacts and lots of uh, lots of energy mm-hmm. <laughs> to do this Fantastic. now well you definitely need that you you absolutely would and uh clearly from what i've seen and what i've read it, it uh it comes through it's beautiful i love what you've done i love what you've created and i love the partnership that you share with those two other women um so why don't you let us all know where you can be contacted how people go about purchasing a magazine finding out about your business anything that's upcoming okay well we're our- uh, we have a distributorship uh, through Magazines Canada. You can go online and you can order a subscription from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, our website is www.ilovemylifemagazine.ca. We also have a Facebook page where you can contact us there. You can contact anyone um, of us through I Love My Life Magazine at gmail.com and we will get to you. Uh, if you'd like a subscription, you'd like us to come visit you, you'd like us to come uh, do a, an interview, uh, mm-hmm. we are open to any and all possibilities. Amazing. And, and we're just, we're pushing for more distribution. We're right now at the Cambridge, we have a, uh, on our website, there's a list of distribution points uh, in and around this area, but we're branching mm-hmm. out to Brantford and hopefully Paris and um you know, wherever else we can go, Guelph, Kitchener. We have Simple. some distribution points in Kitchener. And uh, Dundas, if you know. Yay, Dundas. There. You know, I'll, <laughs> I'll hit the pavement with your stuff. So that, that's what I do. So don't be uh, don't be afraid or shy to come to me and just. Oh, yeah, we will. You know, because I love that. I mean, yeah. I, I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um Okay, well, that's been great. So is there anything else that you can tell us? Like, is there any scheduled events when you talk about festivals and whatnot? Is there anything you know for sure date-wise that people can put on the calendar so they, they don't miss you? Well, I think we're going to be at the Forbes Music Festival in Hespler. Uh, we are going to try and be at the um, uh, Hill Spring Hill and what Hillside are the Festival in Guelph. It's pretty expensive to do festivals if you're doing, you know, it's like $2,500 for a table. We were looking at the Blues Festival, but that's just, we have to really watch our our funds so mm-hmm. that we can continue on. But uh, there, 
when we when I when I we get a, a list of we have some other festivals that we're going to do, but they're off and they're week week long festivals. So mm-hmm. um, when we get a list uh, nailed down of what we're doing, we're going to post it on our website and keep posting, and we'll post it on our Facebook page and. Uh, well, and I'll share it all over my do. stuff. That'd be great. Yeah, and when's your next edition coming out? The next. Uh, It'll be next. out in June. June. June first. Okay. June first. So you're in for the first of every month, every second month. Uh, we're doing quarterly right now because it was. Okay. It's very expensive to do it every second. We were going to do um, bi-monthly uh, to begin with, but it just, mm-hmm. you know, you can go to business pretty quick if you're in printing, and you right. print too many. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're we're doing quarterly, which is seems to be a little more easier for the distribution company and also uh, to give us some time to have vacations and have a little bit of a break in between and get things done. Well, and to also come up with some fresh uh, material. Exactly, and, uh, yeah. And, and to coordinate scheduling time that, with people yeah, to that was, have wonderful interviews. So that's That was that's a big nice. part of it, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. So um, do you want to just tell people again where they can reach you one more time, your your website? where you're at we're www.ilovemylifemagazine.ca and we can be reached at ilovemylifemagazine at gmail.com okay and is there an office phone number if people want to touch base or leave a message they can call uh, me at uh, 519-504-5263 if they're interested in uh, any kind of uh, interviewing or subscription or any anything, just call me. Call 519-504-5263. That's call 504-JANE. <laughs> okay, well, we're just about to wrap up here. So I'm just going to say a little something, and then we're going to end off on account one, two, three. I love my life. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. All right. So, listeners, I want to thank you very much for joining us. It's Lisa McDonald. My show is Carpe Diem. I go live every Friday, 11.04 a.m., uh, Eastern Standard Time, and uh, I can be found and reached at my website, lisamcdonaldauthor.com. For anybody who has any show topics, any suggestions, if you'd like to appear as a guest on my show, I'd love to hear from you. Any feedback, uh, if you would like a certain show to be replayed every once in a while or have a diff- different guest or somebody we've had in the past come back on, uh, anything you, you want to contribute, I'm all ears and uh, only too happy to oblige. So I just want to thank our guest Jane again from I Love My Life magazine. Uh, it's been such an honor, such a pleasure. I'm following you. I believe in you. Uh, you're you're doing great good in your community and I love the fact that you're doing it all as a result of honoring yourself. So on the count of three, one, two, three. I, I love my life. life. Take care, Jane. Have a wonderful weekend. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much, and back at you. Thanks. Bye, listeners. Have a great day. Have a wonderful weekend. You've been listening to Carpe Diem with your host, Lisa McDonald. For more information, please go to Lisa's website at lisamcdonaldauthor.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.